This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Jack East, and I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me, we on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer, I'm all hoping that, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair, so tune in every week, cause we got a new guest, you should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes! The best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com backslash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then continue to buy whatever you were going to buy on Amazon.com. Ooh, I nice. did it. Only took uh, four episodes and he finally figured out to add that part. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to be Erwin R. Scheister to figure that out on Amazon.com. But you do need to be Erwin R. Scheister to figure out how to do that intro. <laughs> Amazon.com. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, today's guest is a Los Angeles-based improviser you can see on Mess Hall Night at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles or at his show Dramedy, which he hosts the fourth Wednesday of every month at the clubhouse. A very funny performer Jaquise Neal. Jaquise, how's it going, man? What's Welcome, up, buddy. How you doing, guys? Good, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks Excited. for coming on. Excited. Sweet. Every wrestling podcast I can do, <laughs> I will do. You're it doing feel, an international tour. It does feel like there are enough to do a tour at this point, which it, is really yeah. fun. Uh-huh. Like, I, there, yeah. like, there have been a couple of weeks where it's just like, oh, I'm doing like a different one every couple of days or something. The tour's all here. Guys, you can catch me on the 5th. I'm going to be on Lexington. <laughs> uh, and then in a week, you can see me on Gower. Yeah. Uh, then I'll be up in the Valley next Thursday. But there, there is a big difference between our podcast and our podcast and the other wrestling podcast, and that's yeah. well, we're the best. We're one. the best one. We're, we're the best, best, best one. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Steven, that's a shoot. That is a shoot. That's a shoot. Uh, Listen, I, I I strive for greatness at every moment. So, uh, Jaquez, what originally got you into wrestling? Oh, tell us man. your origin yes, story. Tell the origin story. You know, it's funny because, like, I as a kid. And I didn't find this out until I was older. My mom used to go to wrestling nice. with her wow. uncle, uh, my great uncle. So I'm assuming that's how wrestling was on in the house. Yeah. Was and this like 70s, 80s? When was this? Uh, when I was a kid. And <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a kid I was in the a 70s. Kid. But I mean, when was, when was your uh, mom In like the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay, got it. So, so you're saying she was going to wrestling? Oh, no. She was going to wrestling like back. when she was a kid. That's like awesome. in the 60s and oh, things like that. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Like, for me, I don't have, like, a pinpoint origin where, like, <laughs> ah, this is the match that got me into it. Like, I just remember as a kid, like, think, liking things like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Or being scared of The Undertaker. Yeah. Or knowing who Yokozuna was. And then uh, playing, yeah. like, video games and doing, like, the Scorpion Deathlock with Sting and stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. I would say what really hooked me was NWO. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. And, like, being in school. And like everybody, like <laughs> it was part of the curriculum. It was part, it was part of the curriculum. <laughs> there Today's it is, Stephen. The NWO again. They're that cool. They're yeah. that the Monday cool, Night Steven. Wars, man. Like that, you know. Yep. NWO Monday Night Wars. Were you a WCW guy? Chopping. I was a WCW guy. At what? First. Wow. At first. Ooh. Oh, got it. Got it. At first, mm-hmm. I mean. You know, you got DX. It's hard to and WCW yeah. ended up sucking. Well, yeah, there was definitely right. like there was definitely like 
a quality climb on WCW than like a sharp then decline. A sharp decline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sharpest decline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like once they had like NWO silver, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> it was once everybody in WCW wasn't NWO. NWO fuchsia. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, aired yet at the time of this uh, recording, which is 2014. <laughs> what? Uh, but, uh, the fuck about, where am I? We, uh, like, we Sorry, I really, we, we never got back from that alternate universe. Oh, from, from the, the last episode. episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Jakees has no idea what yeah. talking about. No, All man. will be revealed. I'm, I'm along for the ride, man. Um, but, uh, Welcome to 014. We, we actually we have a segment that we've done on the show a couple times. We did it on our live show, which is called NWO or NWO, no. where <laughs> I just list off wrestlers and everybody has to guess if they were in the NWO or not. Mm-hmm. And there were like 40 people in the NWO. And that's so insane like, that it's like it's you can't remember. Like There's like big names, and it's like, I don't remember. fucking remember. Like Dusty Rhodes was in the NWO. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes was in the NWO. Oh, I would have had insane. to have thought Crazy. about that. Dusty Rhodes, a NASCAR driver, was in the NWO. <laughs> Wasn't Petty? like Shaq in, or Dennis Rodman in the NWO? Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was in the NWO. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like Master P was not in the NWO, <laughs> but he was in the No Limit Soldiers, which feuded with the NWO. Unreal. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Jay Leno feuded with the NWO. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> we uh, are going to watch Jay that eventually. Jay Leno and uh, Conan O'Brien. They just, uh, that's how it originally started, right? A wrestling thing? Yeah, probably. I think that's not. it. Yeah, yeah. Conan didn't have anything to do with that's, wrestling. That's no? the hook that's going to get I Steven in. I think, you're think, I think you're thinking <laughs> of Conan. Conan? Okay. The wrestler. Yeah, oh, yeah. Conan was sweet. <laughs> uh, Wait, sir, are you, do you watch a lot currently? I watch every week. Do you, do you watch Cruiserweight Classic? I did not watch Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, especially, oh. especially if you, oh, you, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Especially if you, if you grew up loving WCW, it's like the best parts of WCW. It was mm-hmm. so exciting, yeah. and you, it literally had no idea what was going to happen. Unlike where everything's sort of telegraphed on like the main product, and even yeah. there's a certain there's certain expectations in NXT, even though they're just really good at storytelling. Right. This this thing was like great. Unbelievably exciting and surprising. Yeah, it can't recommend it enough. It just has so much content now. I know. Oh it's yeah. Like, and I now like that pick. SmackDown is live, because I will. I, I I did not watch SmackDown on a regular basis. Yeah, Raw SmackDown right now. What's the better show? <gasps> oh, he's thinking about it. Speak from the this heart. This is this is going to be unpopular, but I gotta say, Raw. Oh, really? What? You think so? I know that's unpopular. Wow. Okay. Raw has a lot of fluff. Don't get me wrong. I wish Raw was a two-hour show like SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, they need to go back. But I feel like the better storytellers are on on Raw right but now. But is the better storytelling happening on that show right now? I don't think so. Outside of the main feud of the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I don't hate on Raw. I love it, Kevin. But it, oh, my it's God. A, it's a mistake, no, though. Like, you know, it, yeah. it's only that reason because Finn Balor got injured. Yeah. But whatever. Sure, but it's the greatest mistake. But it's the greatest mistake. I'm way on board with that. Yeah. But I think overall, the better storytelling, the better package overall yeah. is happening on SmackDown right now. It just feels like the it feels like a wrestling TV show. It's a tighter show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the two hours. Much it's tighter the two show. hours. And Hopefully cruiserweights will balance this out. Yeah, yeah. that's I, like I think that what they're going to do is like the first hour is just cruiserweights and then they essentially have a two hour raw after cruiserweights. I oh, so. I don't think they're going to kick off raw with that. Maybe you know, the first one. But, maybe. You know, but you know what I'm talking about where it's like I feel like they're being cruiserweights. It allows them to, to essentially 
it allows them to essentially book two hours worth of raw and yeah. one hour worth of cruiserweights. You know, it might not be the first cruiserweights hour. Cruiserweights will be later in the Like, it might not show. be cruiserweights are definitely the first hour, but just like something to the effect of, yeah. they'll take up an hour worth of content. I mean, that would be know. nice. You know what I hate? You know what I don't like about SmackDown, which I think is my problem right now, too. Don't things. say Heath Slater. <laughs> oh, God. I love the Heath Slater All right. storyline. Yeah, All right. Good, good, good. Okay. Is Steven looks he's rubbing his eyes Steve, right now. Steven is he's <laughs> trying to stay awake. Brewed a cup of coffee before this. I was like, oh boy, well, let's we'll get yeah, back to you eventually. Yeah, no, let's let's you I, yeah I've I've given up uh the first ten minutes of the show for you guys. <laughs> Just do whatever the fuck you want. I don't even try to interrupt yeah, anymore. I don't try to listen. Yeah. I just like, oh you can hear anything. Do you see this guy? He was in the thing. Is that Owens? really what you think of rest? Do that one more time. Is it, did you see Kevin Owens? Oh god, did you see the Wait, guy get the that, fight? Give that character a name. I guess it'd be like currently jerking off guy. Uh, okay. Who loves uh, wrestling? Who loves wrestling? So let's, uh, let's do a poll. Uh, everybody listening to the show, if you want to see uh, see more of currently jerking off guy, feel free and uh, hashtag uh, tweet at YSLW uh, podcast. Hashtag, forever jerking off. Hashtag forever jerking off. I love <laughs> it. Maybe if enough people do it, uh, that guy will uh, show, his, uh, show his little head every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. hey, on this show, we are then, now, and forever jerking off. So, yeah, yeah, I there mean, you, go. you don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> no Everybody's got their pants down. Uh, Where were we in but this? I, but I feel uh, like here's what I don't like about SmackDown. Yeah, okay, go for it. I one I hate that they is. I hate that they still one. I hate that they call it SmackDown Live. It bothers the word me. live or yes. Just okay, it's, I can see that. It's, it's not raw live. It, yeah, it's not raw yeah, live. It will eventually go it away. Will drop. Sure. Yeah, I I hate like the feel that they feel like they have to reintroduce the show every week if it seems like. Yeah. Like when Shane McMahon comes out, welcome to Smack, and I know Stephanie does that on Raw and stuff, but on that, it's more condescending. Yeah. It's on SmackDown, it's just like, hey, for all you people who don't know what SmackDown <laughs> is, this is and it's like, we're all the same people. We're all the yeah, same I, fans. Yeah, I can see that. They do, they do reiterate a little too much or every week Shane is yeah. like, now if you don't know, on yeah. SmackDown, we're all about bringing the top competitors. It's like, we and it's get like, it. Oh, we know, we, we know. Yeah, it. yeah, all right, I get that. And then two, which is kind of, you know, I feel like most wrestl- most fans have had their break. I had my break about a year or two into the first brand split. Yeah. Because it was just too many champions. I hate it. Yeah, it was like, that's, I, there's a lot of champions again, uh, though, now. Suddenly it there's, is, there's right. ton. It's so, ton. It sounds like, like your, your thing is like you feel like they're not serving the fans, they're serving the people who aren't fans. Does that sound? That, that I, think, I think that's a fairly common. Well, yeah, they've been doing that for years. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. and that and that uh, way of doing things has slowly depleted the brand for you. It's shocking that right now mm-hmm. I'm not as bothered by all the multiple titles yet, only yes. because I feel like they're on the cusp of enough new and exciting stuff. Yeah. And Triple H has his fingerprints on, on much more these days, and it's like I'm I'm optimistic about all the titles, right? And there's more so. than there's ever been, really. I just, you know, it's for me, it's just like, you know, you just merged the titles together. What, two years ago? That's yeah, what was, fru- like that. oh, barely even. Yeah, that's yeah. what was frustrating. It was, so it's like, I, I feel this like again. it's just, it was like a snap decision. Right. And like, I'm waiting for that to wear off on SmackDown. And that's, I think that's my big problem with SmackDown right yeah. now. Yeah. When will it wear off? All right, I hope you guys doesn't. have had the first 10 minutes. Now <laughs> we can continue with the podcast. All right, fun. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Um, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. 
So I, anyway, like uh, I, I, I get the last two when I say something yeah, that you yeah. should love. Yeah, so. when, when Stephen tries to get us all like band-aids. So. <laughs> well, uh, they're pre- helpful for preventing infection. Sure, I okay. do like band-aids. Uh, great. Uh, thanks to Keese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're going to find you on social media. Yeah, yeah, just letting the them show. go. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, uh, no, so you guys, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today's match was the main event of WWE's Backlash 2000 pay-per-view, and it saw the game Triple H facing off against Dwayne The Rock Johnson for the WBF World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. This match is also noteworthy yeah. for the appearance of Stone Cold Steve Austin just a few months after a neck surgery that fused several of his vertebrae together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaquise, why did you pick this match for us? This match, there are very few matches where I feel like I can remember exactly how I felt when it was over. Uh-huh. And that had the biggest pop for a winner that wasn't a return wrestler <laughs> that I can ever remember. And at the end of this match, when the crowd goes wild, I, and also for me, I'm sure there was other, but at least for me, this was the first heel that I remember that had power and was yeah. also the champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have Vince McMahon, he had power, but he wasn't a wrestler. Yep. And, but Triple H, the McMahon Helmsley fact, he was like the guy all the way across. And the deck was so stacked against The Rock. And like mm-hmm. to see him, and I was still 14 at this time. So yeah. for me, Kayfabe <laughs> was alive. Uh, there was no dirt sheets. I didn't know if Stone Cold was really coming back. They're just the corporation. Right. Right. And like everything in this match was just like, ah. Uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. It was well, great. I loved it. Well, that, that is something that I really loved about this match. Um, I feel like, you know, this match was 16 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, at this point, like a lot of wrestling fans sort of like poo poo kind of uh, authority figure angles. Yeah. Because it's just like they've just done them for we've, 16 years. Yeah, we've been through it. We've been through it. This was the first, wasn't it? Yeah, this was definitely like in the midst of the first one. Yeah. Yeah, like, this it, is like, definitely the first of this of this type that they've essentially mm-hmm. been continuing the archetype of since then. Yeah. But like there was some Something very cool to this match of like, you know, uh, like Briscoe and Patterson come oh, down to like try it. to referee the match, love and, it. and like also Vince McMahon's in the ring, and like Stephanie's there too, and there's like seven people that are essentially trying to keep The Rock from winning this match, and then Stone Cold's music hits, and he just caves in everybody's skulls with oh, a chair, yeah, and then like Crazy. The Rock comes up and does a bunch of moves, and he and he wins, and it really does feel like The Rock beat the world in yes. getting the title. There's something <laughs> yeah, does. great about that. Absolutely. It does, which is why, like I said, like there are very few matches where I remember the pop yeah. at the end of the match more than this yeah. match right here. Uh, uh, and we'll get to it too, but also uh, when Austin comes out, it's deafening. Oh, dude. It's fucking deafening. <laughs> um, uh, f- well, and we'll get to it a little bit later in the match, but yeah. funny story. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the reason he's wearing a t-shirt is because this was very shortly after his neck surgery and he hadn't had a chance to work out. So if you look, he definitely has kind of a gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also he re-injured himself when he fell on, I think, Vince McMahon to, to, to jaw jack him, he like screwed up his leg or something. Really? <laughs> so that added a month or two to his recovery time. Really? Yeah. Uh, Which is funny because like if you like watching this match and I knew this even then, well, probably not when I watched the match the first time. But as I got older, like he couldn't do much. 
Like oh, yeah. just Boston? Boston. came out. Yeah, yeah. that's why time, he came yeah. out with the chair. The fuck, yeah, like he couldn't throw a punch. He couldn't kick. He couldn't stun. Yeah. He couldn't oh do yeah, anything. yeah. He didn't stun. He just like hit guys with chairs a little bit, and mm-hmm. then like that's all he could do. That's and it, it, was, it was a shame. He'd show sometimes. up in a truck and like I'm cooler. Right? It yeah. was yeah. a shame sometimes when like Austin would get injured because it's like ah, like he just he had a few really kind of bad injury times and he did man. And anytime he came back, it's like well he comes out and gives the stunner. How do you feel about the multiple angles on Stone Cold Steve Austin blowing up the DX Express, Steve? Yeah, what did you think about this? The bus, the DX Express looks like a very cheap bus to tour in. Like I'm, I feel like they should have a nicer. They're living degenerates, quarters. though. Oh. It was degenerates. 2000. Yeah, yeah it was 2000. Like, it was 2000. Really, them having... Buses weren't nice. Really, it was them, ha- like, nothing. Like them having <laughs> a bus is nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, what a, uh, yeah, I mean, so, super cool. You dropped a, dropped a bomb. I love it. That's awesome. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a hard criticism on that one. Although, uh, great. Although, I wonder if, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin using, using a crane to blow up a bus, mm-hmm. I wonder if that storyline could exist in a post-9-11 world. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about that well, so no, much. Didn't, didn't they blow up Vince McMahon? Oh, yeah, fair enough. But that was like, but he was like, <laughs> yeah, they but did like do when Stone Cold Steve Austin blew up a bus, he was like a good guy in, or mm-hmm, before true. 9-11. And then after 9-11, you know, theoretically, whoever killed Vince McMahon would have been a bad guy. All it they, takes right. to stop a bad guy with a plane is a good guy with a plane. I we agree with that. Stone Cold Thank Steve you. Austin up there. I've yeah. been saying. Flying planes into planes. <laughs> Uh, this whole storyline, though, like, and also for me, this was just one added thing why I love this match is because this was not the slowest burn of, uh, like, the culmination of the end of a storyline, mm-hmm. but, like, it went all the way back to WrestleMania 2000, which yeah. was a terrible race, WrestleMania. Yeah, it was not yep. good. But, like, it went back to that and, like, the shock of Vince McMahon screwing The Rock. Mm-hmm. And like it was like, man, well, yeah. he's never gonna get it. Yeah, well, yeah, like watch it. it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, I'm, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, watching this match. This took place probably like a month or two after WrestleMania mm-hmm. 2000, and like it was very. Um, WrestleMania 2000 had kind of a lame ending. Uh, what that match was, it was Triple H versus. The Big Show versus Mick Foley versus The Rock. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it was the first WrestleMania ever where Triple H, who was the bad guy at the time, left as the champion. Usually mm-hmm. WrestleMania is the big cathartic moment where the good guy wins. Uh-huh. Uh, so this was the first WrestleMania. And this was WrestleMania 16, where it ended with the bad guy winning and the audience sort of didn't get their catharsis. Right. This mm-hmm. was a month later. So this was sort of the audience getting the catharsis that they were kind of owed at WrestleMania. That's yeah, they almost kind of had to like backtrack. Yeah, a and it bit. was just like, sorry, sorry. Sorry, we understand that, that was a bad Oops. move to like have Triple H win. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a McMahon in every corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yes, was there the, was. That was the stipulation of that match. That's right. Vince McMahon. Shane, Shane Vince, McMahon. Linda, Linda McMahon. McMahon. Linda. The uh, greatest actor WWE yeah. has ever Eust- known. Eustace McMahon. <laughs> Who's Sandra Linda? McMahon. Is Linda McMahon the old woman? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, fun. That's, Do you know who that McMahon's is? wife. Linda McMahon? Uh, yes, former, wife. Former, uh, yeah, I never, I've never Vince's seen, wife. Uh, former yeah. con- Connecticut Senate candidate, Linda McMahon. Oh, really? Yeah. WWE more or less became PG in the mid to late 2000s. Right. Uh, Again, how first of all, how crazy can you continue to go after the things they did in the Attitude Era? Yeah. Yeah. But they really kind of became PG because of her 
uh, political career. Really? They yeah, were like, well, yeah. better ah. make it a more family-friendly product, and it suffered for years. Yeah, just so nobody could, like, none of our competitors could, like, show clips of, like, Vince McMahon with his head stuck up the Big Show's butt, and just, like, that's... <laughs> Did that like, happen? Yep. Oh, all kinds uh, of some, shit. Oh, there, would be, there was, like, a time where Vince McMahon had the Kiss My Ass Club. Yeah, he would... Where, like, yeah. literally he would butt. take his pants down and have mm. people kiss his ass, including women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. and then he would mm-hmm. say, like, you want yeah. my butt to do a dance? My butt will do a dance. And then he would make his butt dance. And he would get his butt wax, and he would always tell us about how it's 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 called an ashle. Ever hear of an ashle? Oh boy, yeah, it was um, nice. Well, that's awesome. Smooth bare butt. Uh, so you know we're we're playing the match in the background. I've got it going at like triple speed right now. Oh, uh, it's still moment. not going. It's we're, we're, <laughs> how long are we? In? Ten minutes we're, in. We're ten minutes. Ten and a half minutes in. I'm video package takes, and entrances. It takes twelve minutes for this match to start, and yep. I'm just like, but it's a thirty-six minute clip. A third of it is just. Oh, it's coming. Case. That's the same that's, case with like UFC matches. Now. Like in the UFC, yeah, it really it's is. Like, yeah. 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 Well, the that's long entrance down like the entire arena in a UFC match. Yeah. It's the build up. And they do all yeah. the announcements. Yeah. But uh, Jakees, you were saying that you stopped watching around the brand split. What what brought you back? Uh, the Rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when he Versus came Cena? When he came back, when he came back the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a lie. Um, the Summer of Punk bought me back. Oh, nice. Right. That's what that brought a lot of people back. Yes, but it didn't bring me back. I I watched it like I had money in a bank that year. I watched it, loved it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, it's it's over. Mm -hmm. And then and then that's when I start keeping tabs. Yeah. All right. Checking out online. Yeah. yeah. And then when The Rock came back, I didn't see that live, but I like watched and I was like, damn, The Rock is back. This is exciting. Yeah. And I've been watching it every week weeks since then now again yeah. which rock comeback is that you're saying then? the first one for when he hosted wrestlemania 20 okay. 27 gotcha. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 2011 yeah yeah good times mm-hmm. yeah uh well that ma- was the year-long build-up to the cena match yeah for everybody was- who's wondering the match has started <laughs> started uh, oh, there it's it going and the rock is laying the smackdown yeah yeah this was like peak rock as far as just like him being the rock yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's uh, a. It, they go in with a, a good uh, ferocity at the beginning with the uh, trading of the blows. It it starts off a, a very fast mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, like an energetic match for sure. Like the one thing I love about the one thing I love about this match too is The Rock and Hunter were like great ring storytellers. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, they were probably two of the best outside of Austin. Oh but, yeah, I like, heard that. So, like, this whole match, like, Triple H, I mean, Triple H doesn't get enough credit. He's very slow and methodical. Yeah, and he does now, but at the time, he it does was now, still yes. kind of like... But well, then, he did not, nope. yeah. And part of that's because he had, like, so many quad injuries. That, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. What, yeah. Not, not what as is, many as Kevin Nash. What is the story of this match? How do you see the story of this match? I want to... I, wanna, so, I, I feel like I got something, but I would definitely want to hear it. Right. So, the story of this match is... Triple H doesn't need help. Uh huh. And Triple H can win this match on his own. Mm-hmm. So, like, the story of this match is The Rock basically almost like hulking up for the entire match, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and not to mention, as you said, that, that Vince McMahon betrayed The Rock at WrestleMania. Right. Right. And so, for uh, Triple H, at least, it was almost like, you know, I'm going to show you that I'm better than you. Even mm-hmm. though I got all these people in my corner, I mm-hmm. don't need them. I'm the game. 
I can do it. Right. And, but because he's the heel, he still has him. He still has right. all of DX. He still got uh, Stephanie, Mr. Mm. McMahon, Shane McMahon's the ref. Right. Like, the odds are so stacked against The Rock. It's absurd. The one thing, you know, one thing that I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but this is one rare match where the heel of the match doesn't really do anything heel like he just fights mm-hmm. like everybody else in this matches was doing like Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon those yeah. are like the heel Hunter is just like the wrestler in the match and right. I think that's so interesting because usually when you have a heel yeah he's not doing thumb to an eye or anything right like that. yeah he's yeah just, yeah not any kind of dirty he's work. kicking ass yeah. And he, he kind of wrestles heelish anyway and always has. Like you said, right. sort of the slow, methodical, what makes him the game, the cerebral assassin. Yeah. Is he kind of operates that way anyway. It's, it's so it, that that sort of pace isn't doesn't necessarily lend itself to wrestling as a face anyway, although not that he hasn't. Right. Um, oh, God. Sorry. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but I feel like Triple H is very like, that's a good point. He's somebody that like he's never shown as being a weaker wrestler than somebody, but the fact that he's got all of this backup, mm-hmm. it sort of makes it, it's like, come on, you don't need that. You like, don't need yeah. Like that's sort of where his kind of heel character game is. Exactly. Is like, you know, he doesn't need to hit a guy in the face with a sledgehammer because he's a great wrestler, mm-hmm. but he does. And that's a heel behavior because he doesn't need it. Yeah. He doesn't know? even need it. Yeah. Um, that's why he's good at what he does. So something I noticed about this match that um, I think this is the first time I've noticed it. Look at the insane amount of photographers and camera guys that are yeah. around the ring. I've Crazy. never seen that before. I yeah, have no you idea. don't see that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that Stephanie was the women's champion yeah. Yeah. during this time. Multiple time women's champion. I knew she champion. was a, a former champion, but I forgot it was during this match. They yeah. had, like, what, and what, the New Age Outlaws, I think they were the tag team champions. Yeah, probably. Like, they had all the belts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Man, yeah. Helmsley faction. Steven, what are you thinking so far? You're looking at this. You look like you don't care. Um, Yeah, actually, this this might have been one of the more boring matches we've ever watched, I feel. Uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of story you don't necessarily know. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, even, like, I was just like, whatever. Like, this is... I don't know. I was I was I was trying to get interested in this because I like The Rock in Fast and the Furious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I'm know. like, come on, do some Luke Hobbs stuff, man. Uh, come on, drive a car through it. You also drive like uh, Triple H in The Chaperone. Oh yeah, well you know, well, that was who could He's in acting. It's who a, wouldn't? It's a good movie. See, He's think, an unlikely chaperone. I think without knowing the story of this entire match. It is a slow match. It's yeah, not, it is. It's no big spots outside of the double rock bottom, which was great. I, like I watched, yeah, that was cool. That was rad. I yes. watched this yesterday. I, I yeah, rewatched same. it over yesterday, like mm-hmm. in its entirety, and like from that moment into the end of the match, it was like this was live. The, the double yeah. rock bottom was when he did. Uh, he gave rock bottom to and the yeah. ref yeah, through the, the table. table. Man, through the table. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I learned. You like that spot, Stephen. Um, yeah, well, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, through the Spanish announce table. Uh, through the Spanish announce. That's real. Okay, so what? Always ruin it. Is there anything that you did like about this match, Stephen? Honest, honestly, this is like a remarkably boring match for me. I was trying super hard. Uh, uh, it is interesting. Uh, this, this like, I guess turn or whatever happened when all the, all, everybody kind of turned against the rock and started beating him up and Vince and Shane and then the other refs. And all, I was like, Oh, that's kind of like interesting. Mm-hmm. But, but one thing on it too, you know, Joey, we talked about this in the, in the, uh, it was actually the Mick Foley rock match. You're like, Oh, don't you see how this is like a different story It's indestructible man. I'm like, it's the same fucking story. It's the rock. He can't lose. I get it. It's all the fucking same, but the rock but has the rock lost, lost plenty of times. Okay. I mean, yeah. I believe lot. you. Yeah. We, well, I, I know 
know We showed that. you a lot where he yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah we show yeah. you all the winning match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. He's super. Everybody wants to rock to win. I get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It sort of just felt like that same type of like narrative, uh, but mm-hmm. it took a long time to get to it and didn't particularly resonate with me because Joey, you told me that was a very special narrative. But I guess that it's it's different types of narratives. Like I think that there's a different narrative between uh, when a movie monster takes a shotgun point blank to the chest and keeps going at you, mm-hmm. and the story that you see when like the rock busts his like you know busts his hand out of a cast yeah. or whatever. He flexes his arm yeah, out yeah. through the cast. Yeah. yeah, it's like one uh-huh. is oh this guy just is in he like he's like inhuman and almost monstrous in his endurance so like uh-huh. the undertaker yeah the undertaker or i would put mick foley in that where sure. it's just like there's something freakish about his endurance whereas uh with the rock it's like more of a case of like i guess like will or it's more of a case of like you know it's it's just it's i get what you're talking about they're they're stories that are slightly different right we went through we just Love saw it. the double rock um, bottom through the spanish bottom. table of this man's jaws wide open and oh. cena's got a lot of that too where it's like how, he won't quit he just won't quit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cena yeah. uh i mean yeah, why now yeah. it feels it just yeah it sort of feels like a lot of these uh narratives of like you know these hyper masculine can't be beat whatever guys like that sort of it just sort of sort of kind of flat for me like i can't right. win i can't lose i'm the best in the world i can't you know mm-hmm. I'm like i fuck Whatever, man. I but fucking I, get but it. I feel like, like there, there's a difference. Detach like, from your ego. I feel like the that's impossible. I don't think that there's anything hyper masculine about Mick Foley. I think that it comes oh, from God, a, it, no. com- it comes from a weird place of like it's almost like pathetic. Like in the case of yeah. Mick Foley, it's sort of like there's like this is going to be very gruesome, but it's sort of like if an animal is like caught in an animal trap and you know that it's going to die, but like it just like won't die and you feel bad for it. What is this? Whereas this is the case of like a prize fighter who can just take a bunch of hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like in Mick Foley, I think there's a level of like, and I say this is a Mick Foley fan, like almost like patheticness and like you're screaming at him to stay down for his own sake. Right. Whereas with the rock, it's like kind of a fighting spirit hero kind of thing. Well, like cause you Mick, need to get up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And cause Mick Foley's got that look where it's like, when you first look at him, you're like Patterson Briscoe, love him. You Stooges. look at Mick, you look at Mick Foley, and you're like, you're like that guy shouldn't be here. Yeah, why, why, why is he boss. here? Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, I love Patterson Briscoe. Also, like it's great that the referees in this match are just openly attacking the. Rock. I know, yeah, it's dude. Amazing. So legendary wrestlers Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe, they yeah. were known as the Stooges as part of the corporation, and then uh-huh. later the McMahon Helmsley faction, where they did like Vince's Dirty bidding work, yeah. at, at, at every. Every, at any cost and they'll yeah. do and, and, they're, and, and they're like decorated wrestlers yeah like Pat Patterson was the first intercontinental champion yeah. in WWE history in like the 70s a legend yeah. and like Jerry Briscoe, Briscoe was like a multi NWA title he was holder. like a tag team wrestler uh, in like I, I believe he was with uh, the Briscoe brothers mm-hmm. not the not the ROH not one but the Briscoes was a, right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. but like I mean so I mean and then for them to have this like second career resurgence as like the Stooges and they're incredibly I used to love when the Stooges were on oh, TV yeah. so like funny. here it comes here comes the funny so here's what I want to do I do want to cut to a clip of when he's the rocks getting beaten down the odds are sacked against him how the fuck is he gonna get out of this Stone Cold Steve Austin, that glass shattering hits. Listen to this crowd go crazy. Well, this is over. This is just what the McMahon Hunter regime wanted. Well, I can't even give up. That's a fucking pop right there. Yeah, Austin, like, other than smashing the bus, I think like the week before, like the go home SmackDown yeah, show, yeah, yeah, hadn't yeah. been on WWE 
TV in four or five months at that like point. Like five, months. six months. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that. Oh, that that episode where he was just like, yeah. the cardboard cutout of Stone Cold was like Yeah, they terrorizing. beat up the cardboard. <laughs> yeah. I was at my buddy's place watching this pay-per-view, and I remember when Austin came out, we like jumped off the couch. Dude. Oh, yeah. Like, went insane. Like, the, this entire, like from yeah. that rock bottom, like, up into, <laughs> yeah, this, great. into the match, it was just like pandemonium for yeah. me. Like, ah, oh, the Linda elbow. comes out, Linda pushes her daughter on the ground. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that was his, uh, uh, his wife. I also, I don't know why, I was expecting Vince McMahon to have, like, some hot young wives uh, a la, you know, Hugh Trump. Hefner type of thing. Yeah, or Trump, yeah. That's what I was expecting of him. And I kind of, like, I just have a lot more respect all of a sudden. I mean, Vince, <laughs> I don't know why this McMahon's a really he's a really complex and interesting character just as a person yeah. like he's somebody that grew up like he grew up in like a very small mobile home like you know a, like a history of a lot of like you know crazy things in his childhood and um Linda McMahon was essentially his I don't want to say high school sweetheart because I don't think that he went to high school but um like kind of his sweetheart when he was a teenager yeah and like she was sort of from an upper middle class family and family and he was from like a poverty stricken family so like they're very he's very loyal to her in a way that's like commendable and like not not oh, you a, mean marriage yeah yeah well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean loyal to her in a sense of like he's not you know like he he probably in the 90s could have married like you know some crazy like you know hey Donald when you, Trump got, when you got the money sure but like it is just like he, just him as a character and his relationships are really interesting if you like read into them absolutely yeah so, like he's a very three-dimensional guy mm-hmm. here's what i i don't get okay like so, Rock Steven, wins the match. Rock mm-hmm. wins the match. Yeah. So you said that you don't like, like the wrestling. oh the crazy. The point of the show. Crazy. <laughs> you said you don't like like the 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 guy who like oh I can't be beat. I'll win all the time. Sure, sure. Like that. I, I yeah. I find that. I guess it. I, yeah. I find it tired. Like it, so, it feels played out already. I think if you <laughs> would have known the storyline of this match beforehand mm-hmm. like that's what triple h was in this match mm-hmm. he uh-huh. was the guy that can't be beat right he wouldn't like i don't think he had lost a match and oh, like yeah, it's been a while five months yeah <laughs> like, yeah because they were building like, up that, yeah, that faction they were that's... building that up yeah 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 so like the rock beating him was like finally like the guy who and i think this is kind of what solidified the rock Oh, in his yeah. babyface status. Absolutely. Like, is this match right here? Because until then, it was still Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. When they fought a year before this, The Rock was a heel. Yeah, Stone Rock was, Cold a, was an unbelievable heel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the match we had against Mick Foley and gave him the 11 chair shots of the head. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that like, was like 99 peak Rock. Yeah. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like this match 100% solidified The Rock as like the main babyface of the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As like the guy. Because mm-hmm. Austin had been out and injured, yeah. and when Austin was out, Rock was able to step up big fucking time. Yeah, time. and and Stone Cold Steve Austin was out for another six months after this, so it was if like, it, Rock, mm-hmm. you're carrying the company for six months. Yeah. You know why you should love wrestling, Steven? If it wasn't for this match, Uh-oh. this match, yeah. mm-hmm. The Rock would have never did SNL. He would have mm-hmm. never got his movies. Right. That's he would have never a, watched Fast point. and Furious with The Rock <laughs> in it. There would be no Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yeah, that's you, a damn good yeah, point. You it was a like, match that You're telling me it. the Scorpion King wasn't already out? Actually, I don't know when the Scorpion King <laughs> no, came the Scorpion, out. That Scorpion King came out a year after this. Right? Really? Is that right? Yeah, he probably wasn't. Well, they were in production too. then already. They, yeah. No, no, no they how. weren't. No. He hadn't even done an SNL yet. What? 
Well, hold on, hold on. You can't just produce a movie in a year. You can't like film and no, release a movie. No, they start filming it. But first, he was. I'm in... sure they were developing this movie to spin off from the Mummy forever ago. Right. Right. Was first right. the Rock which, involved? No, which he was. He was in the Mummy Returns, right. for, In a very bit part, right? Yeah. And like terrible that, CGI. Yeah, yeah, bad oh, CGI. The worst. The worst. But like, and I remember that it was. It was probably like six months after this, or like maybe. Maybe like a year after this or something like that when that came out. I don't mm-hmm. have a Wikipedia in front of me. So it was a it. year. No. Well, I don't know when A Mummy Returns came out, but Scorpion King came out 2001 or 2003 two. or something. Maybe. Okay. Because no, I remember it was the year after because The Rock yeah. had won the 2002. title. 2002. Mm. 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yep. Because The Rock lost the title at WrestleMania the next year when yeah. Austin turned heel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he got suspended to go yeah. film The Scorpion King. He got suspended King. for a couple weeks to go I film see. it. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Ah, uh, yes. April 19th, 2002. The Scorpion King. We we'll also make sure we, we put that terrible CGI clip on the Boardwalk Audio site. Okay, it's yeah. Horrible. It's horrible. the worst. It's yeah. Great. yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's truly impressive what they were doing at the yeah. time. And without this match, we wouldn't see uh, Vin Diesel versus The Rock at WrestleMania 33. That's going to yeah. be crazy. May very well happen. Is that really going to happen? Uh, Rumor has it. Rumor has it. It's oh, probably going to happen. Uh, really? But yeah. I do- okay, so like basically, did you That's see? Did you see the uh, the the Vin Diesel versus The Rock feud that was yes. sort of happening over Instagram? Apparently, we it's all that it's been manufactured. Yeah, rumor has it that it was a work. To set up a WrestleMania match, which if that's the case, great, that's awesome. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see that match, but I love that they like worked the tabloids. I don't necessarily want to see Vin Diesel, but Vin mm. Diesel's fine. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. Is he? Uh, He's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so right, yeah, Austin drives the busted up van back or uh, yeah, uh, tr- uh, what the fuck is it yeah, back breath. in yeah. with his pickup truck right comes into the it's ring and bombed yeah yeah uh, Austin and Rock are both in the ring victorious uh, and they cheer and they 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 cheers the belt which I love they yeah, cheers the was, belt with it's what a was cool great. Like, fucking put, moment put over the title that was just a good that's like one of the top five moments of the Attitude Era probably. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It truly yeah. is. Like, we can't plow over that. Like, they're in the ring. Austin will stun the fuck out of anybody right after giving them a beer, but no, not this time. No, this it's time. Austin. Rock is champion. He's happy about it. They're mm. victorious in the ring together. They drink a beer. They toast each other, and they toast the fucking t- tight. Yes. Well, that's that's a cool moment. Well, that's uh, the episode that we filmed. Uh, I, believe, I believe an episode that we're going to release uh, last week, so you probably haven't listened to it yet. Uh, we had uh, Jesse Klein on the show, and we watched um, the Shawn Michaels uh, loses his smile promo. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like that's an example of like I just don't want this title because I just can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's not putting over the belt. That's no. like the opposite of that. It's that's opposite. just like I lost my smile. Maybe I'll get <laughs> it back. Whereas this is like the opposite two- is to say cheers belt. Yeah. Well, it's just two guys where it's like the effort is to like. The effort is to include everybody, put one person over, and also put the title and the company mm-hmm. over. Yeah, and it's also, it's all about this thing that we're all striving to be and to yeah, have. Yeah, as opposed to just like, I have an injury and have to go. Maybe I'll come back if I find happiness again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that accurate. This is thing? what, this is. <laughs> literally <laughs> just about to say it's yes, a perfect Shawn yes, Michaels. I am, <laughs> I'm the showstopper. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Joey, known for his uh, incredible character reign. Um, yeah, 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 super. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I, yeah, I agree. That's a good way to put over the title. Obviously, mm-hmm. since Stone Cold's the most loved uh, person in all of wrestling, 
Uh, the bionic rattlesnake, the backyard hick, everybody loves. <laughs> uh, we get it. Yeah, Stone Cold, the backyard hick. Awesome. You know, is that is that that could be one sure. of those things? I'd buy it. Yeah. The beer yeah. guzzler, yeah. Steve yeah. Austin. Yeah, Billy Barnburner, Steve Austin, <laughs> the stun man himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. yeah, 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 yeah. He's cold and he's made of stone. Yeah, yeah. The, Steve, the yeah. grill mas- master bastard. Yeah, the grill master bastard. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I think yeah, that works. yeah. The boot wearing, crow scaring, yeah. field plowing, yeah. show Good old Stevie two legs. Yes, he's got two legs and a shirt. He's, he's the stunner, the runner, and the the hot, gunner, and the hot, and the, and the hot grilled bunner. Camo wearing, chicken chicken, chicken staring. I want to. I want. You know how they have like those like uh, online nickname generators? I want to come up with like a stone cold nickname generator because all it is is badass thing and country thing and you put them together and you got a stone cold hey. nickname um the backyard st- grilling i'm done yeah oh, yeah uh, funny story the way that he got his nickname uh they he was the ringmaster before he was stone cold steve austin his gimmick was that he was the master of the ring and teddy biasi the million dollar man was sort of his manager and um he wanted to become kind of more of a badass persona and um so he told the wwe like oh, okay like i want like I need to have a cool nickname, like something that's like like the Iceman or like whatever. Yeah. So they sent him three pages of potential nicknames. Yeah. And they took his cold thing literally. So it was like the Ice Dagger, Chili McFreeze. Yeah. Uh, like like you know like Ice have, like Ice Johnson. He was very close to being Glacier. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very close to being buried. Yeah, like, very yeah, close. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> very and close. And finally, his like his wife at the time, who was British, uh, was drinking tea one morning when he was trying to figure out his name, and she said like, "Oh, this tea is stone cold." And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, call the office." He, he How do you not love that? <laughs> he yeah, jumped yeah. through his window yeah, yeah. and like, ran straight to picks work. Up, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm still cold. Steve. He, 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 picks jumped, up, he, he picks up the phone, the dials, the story. dials <laughs> Vince McMahon, and he goes, Hey, Vince, you know that name we've been searching for? Listen to this. <laughs> tea. <Yeah. laughs> it's just, he's just holding up the cup of tea. <laughs> he jumped out. I don't his, hear anything, Steve. He jumped through tea. his window and tea. then landed Austin. on an ATV and then did a wheelie and drove up. <laughs> Into the sunset. <laughs> and he was never yeah. seen again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we could probably go around and write this match. Yeah. We uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll go first. I love this match. Uh, it, it was, a, it was a, a good stroll down memory lane. I have not watched this one in forever. Um, yeah, it was cool to go back and see it and, and re-experience that time again. Because like I said, I remember like when we were watching it with my friend Brandon and we exploded when fucking Austin came back. It's just insane to go back and see all this stuff again. This is a solid match. I mean, Rock is is Rock and Triple H had primes for like years, mm-hmm. and they're at their prime then. They were at their prime later. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the stuff with Austin, all the the wonderful like shit with the McMahons at that time, and the and the Stooges coming back and toasting the belt at the end. I can't say enough about like a lot of it's nostalgia. I get that, but it's also a solid match. Two great workers again in their prime and were for many, many years. I, I got to give this match uh, man, just everything about it. I'm going to say it's a, like this is a 4.6. This is a 4.6 out of five. Yeah. Wow. I, um, yeah. Good. That's I, I a lo- pretty good. I really rating. loved it. Yeah. I would agree with that. I feel like um, as a wrestling fan, we long for the moments where we'll jump out of our couch screaming because the thing we wanted to happen happens. Mm-hmm. And I think that this was 100% one of those moments. I thought that like 
Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't watched this match in a long, probably since it aired, and, um, like, the match itself was good, but, like, the story that it told was great. Yeah. Like, um, and I thought that something that I really loved about it was, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin came back for the first time in six months he was on WWE TV. That should be huge news, and, like, there's a world where that's people's takeaway from the match is, like, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's that match where Stone Cold Steve Austin came back, Mm -hmm. in much the same way the Shawn Michaels match versus Hulk Hogan was that match where Shawn Michaels bumped a bunch Mm -hmm. and um like because of the way that they did it you know toasting the rock toasting the belt it's not necessarily remembered for the stone cold thing it's remembered for like oh this is when the rock got his big moment and was really coronated as a top baby face yeah Mm -hmm. it did so many things right and like it does a lot of things and like stone cold steve austin coming back is a big moment in the match but not the biggest moment the biggest moment is the rock winning the title Mm -hmm. and like there were some great spots with like the double rock bottom you know the stooges coming in like austin just cleaning house the rock like you know somehow winning against these insurmountable odds yeah there are a lot of moving parts around this match and it seemed to do most put most things in motion the right way and it like even though we didn't get the catharsis at wrestlemania 20 it sort of gave us the catharsis we wanted Mm -hmm. it's just i don't know i mean i I agree with nick this is like a 4.5 for me it's just like a good match and a great moment Mm -hmm. um yeah so 4.5 ice stone cold teas yeah cold teas Teas, Yeah, 4.5 and 4.6 or whatever the i don't know Mm -hmm. Uh, 4.5 cool nicknames for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Hi, uh, Jakees, well, what do you write this? Dope. We're going out of five, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, five. Cool. Uh, this, for me, I would say this match was the first match when I was, I was 14 when this came out. So this was the first match that really showed me that wrestling is essentially live theater. Yeah. Um, and it's storytelling. It's not just wrestling this this was a story mm-hmm. this was the culmination of a story uh this was a movie essentially with stage combat you know so sure. for yeah. me like for me like and like you guys i mean i'm pretty much gonna echo things that you guys have said just like so much about this like i hated the mcmahon helmsley fa- yeah. fa- faction yeah they were great at like that. they were great you love to hate triple h he retired mick foley earlier mm-hmm. uh you hated stephanie mcmahon you thought vince mcmahon was finally the good guy and he pulled the rug from under <laughs> the rock uh stone cold coming back you know and just seeing stone cold for the first time in half a year plus right yeah uh, Shane McMahon taking that spot. Like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like, Shane McMahon, had, I can't remember, had he wrestled before that? I, I think, think this so. was the first time he had did, like, the shuffling. Like, this yeah. was, like, Shane McMahon even, like, kind of switch into, like, the Shane O'Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he had had some of those moments, but I don't remember exactly when all those... I, I mean, can't remember. Like, I think all of his wrestling kind of started post this. Yes. So, for me, and then, just, like, The Rock winning, I, you know... It was amazing. I you know, I I give this match an easy four point nine. Ooh, yeah, for me, almost close. Like, perfect. This match for me was what solidified like I'm a wrestling fan and I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like honestly, because it was like the culmination of everything that you would want a story to be. Yep. Like yep. The, the way that I've started to think about stuff like that is like matches that would make me proud to wear that wrestler's t-shirt. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, like I think of like when Kevin Owens beat John Cena clean as like, I would be proud to wear a Kevin Owens t-shirt or like any sort of Nakamura thing that he's done lately. Like, yeah. oh, I would wear a Nakamura shirt in public. And this definitely to me 
like just reminded me like reminds me just uh it reminds me of like oh after watching this match you'd like wear a rock t-shirt oh, yeah. and be like proudly a rock fan yeah. yep. <laughs> instead of like not telling people that you like wrestling or whatever yeah <laughs> i mean dude like when that when he won if you ever go back and watch look how many like grown i mean i know grown people watch it now yeah but look how many grown how many 70 year olds uh-huh. like were like Jumping, jumping out up of their and chair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like throughout the entire arena, yeah, yeah. like yeah. crazy, yeah, it's crazy, crazy, amazing, <laughs> yeah. And it's like that's why I watch wrestling is like yeah. there's like there's that it brings out emotions that we we thought that we stopped feeling when we were kids because like the good guy won or whatever, yeah. And it's it's like you just you allow yourself to forget about all that bullshit and just have fun and enjoy what they're doing and what they're telling and get caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's the... The parts that Steven doesn't get. But it's like, it's a type of escape yep. that I feel doesn't exist in as strongly in a lot of different types of media. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like wrestling is like a little bit singular in the amount of like marking out that you do when a cool thing happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sports and like football and all kinds of sports, they they obviously have that element, but it's, it's not so much like a your hero did it it's Mm. more it's more of like Mm. i don't know it's 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 there's a version of it but it's more of like the team did it and we know what this is and it's a competition and i get that and i don't know there's just there's a different part it it, you you get the same reaction sometimes and you let it go crazy but it's i don't know it's just a different part of your brain for me that it exercises we we had that moment with like lebron james this year right like kind of coming back and and winning in cleveland yeah Yeah. right i would say like that that is what you would like the thing that the different different thing about sports as as opposed to this is with sports is usually is is usually a a single road storyline. Mm-hmm. So it's just you're following your team. Yeah, the and team. it's just your team versus everybody. But in wrestling, when you have a storyline like this, is The Rock versus Triple H. Yeah, about one guy. Mm-hmm. It's about, yeah. So it's like you can like pick, it's the storied rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's, the, yeah. it's, the, it's the Yankees versus the Red Sox, not it's just. Like the Trailblazers versus Michael Jordan or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that good old rivalry of the Trailblazers versus the Trailblazers. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> the Pistons would be a good, a good no, no, one. No, to no, use no, the, the Portland Trailblazers, they specifically had something called a Michael Jordan defense where they were just. That was the Pistons. That was the Pistons. Oh, I don't watch sports. Sports guys, <laughs> well, I, was, I know. I was trying to help you out. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, Good job, use the Pistons bro. in the future. Guys, I tried. I tried to like a non-wrestling thing once. <laughs> yeah, didn't work Pistons out. Had the Jordan defense, or the, uh, wasn't yeah. it like the Jordan, the Jordan rules, the Jordan yeah, rules? It was just it, like yeah. if Jordan's on the court, everybody on the team. I mean, that's what it was. They everybody wrestled out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. fight yeah. him to the ground, yeah. and people would just shout, "Jordan rules!" That's how it worked. So, Stephen, what did you think about this match? Ah, yeah, not you were bored. Yeah, I mean, I already kind of told you. I kind of felt like this one was uh is a little boring. I, that that last bit was uh fun, I guess when they had all the everybody going against the rock. Uh, that that that's um I guess if I'm watching wrestling I'll, just for your sake and everybody's is like I'm looking for big spots or something interesting or something off the beaten path to happen. So, uh for that whole match like nothing interesting happened. I'm like this is all just the same shit. Who fucking cares? So when they came out uh and these two like goofy <laughs> refs showed up and started like beating up the rock. I found that at least interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. Um uh but ultimately like it didn't it didn't like satisfy me in any major way. I sort of felt 
pretty quickly like when that was happening it's like oh cool so like the rock's gonna win maybe again that's not as obvious i guess to you guys because you've only had so i you know you've seen the context where the rock loses to me it's like well of course the rock wins he's a movie star Uh, (laughs) so i i totally get how uh, i'm not i'm not fully appreciating this um but yeah, ultimately it just didn't it didn't get me too excited. This is like a like a one crazy. A one. I feel just like, a one. You didn't a, even like when Austin came back and the crowd went crazy? Yeah, I mean I I, anything I don't like Stone Cold Steve Austin anyway, so <sighs> I know. Re- he represents I know. like the idol of every dumbass in like middle school to me. So I'm just like, you know, he's he's gotta be terrible to me. I bet he root, would we're getting into the root of why Steven does. For yeah, sure. Right. I bet Steve Austin oh. would say the same oh, thing yeah, about like, you. Steven. I mean, we figured it out. Episode one. Steve would like, say Steve. Uh, Steve Austin would say the same thing about me that yeah. I'm the idol of everyone he hated in yep, middle school. I, I yeah. believe yeah. that timeline work. Just because I feel like telling you that that's what I think he would say. <laughs> All right. Like, uh, actually, that is something that's interesting about this show. Is like, like I think that the reason that Steven doesn't like wrestling is largely because like, like his brother bullied him with wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like I mean, we would like, yeah. go like woo. And You've like, posited that before, and I'm. I'm willing to concede that didn't give me a, a happy opinion of it. But sure. I was also exposed to wrestling before but, that. But, uh, and but it I think, still is stupid. But I think that it, it starts your appreciation of it sort of in a hole. Yeah, it's like, sure. It's like we're, we we might have started it standing on level ground where it's like mm-hmm. for us to reach the ring that's here, we just have to reach up. But because you're sort of starting in a spot of like, mm-hmm. you know, bad feelings I've decided uh, uh, ascribed to you know, assholes in middle school wearing mm-hmm. camo and trying to stun people. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, your brother putting you in figure four is that you're starting sort of on a lower level than us. Uh-huh. Well, you know, you've got like baggage weighing you down, whereas we don't have that. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, you can, you can say I've got a lot of baggage for it if you want. I feel like that's so pretty much I feel like that's minor baggage. Like you guys have to admit in middle school, you knew fucking assholes who love Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love right? Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love but Stone Cold Steve Austin. But you also knew assholes who love Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know who I called those assholes? You know who I called those assholes? Did I say weird? I didn't. I called those assholes my friends. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like we used to wrestle. We used to wrestle. I got 3D'd so many times. Yeah, everybody oh, did. That's when really I was dangerous. like, it was. I like bruised a tailbone before. Oh god, wrestling on concrete. Yeah. Oh, was, that's not good. It was um, terrible. Like I, I was a referee for a like a like kind of a backyard wrestling federation, but they built their own re- like legit ring. Nice. But it wasn't like level. There were like boards that were sort of weird. Mm-hmm. And I definitely screwed up my knee. That's still a little bit screwed up this day, just from like diving to do a three count because <laughs> like my knee just landed right on like a weird board. Yeah, Joey. Joey's got that like classic referee knee. <laughs> referee knee. It's like, it's not, it just uh, it clicks a little bit when I move yeah. it. It's like it's nothing too intense, but it's like I notice it. Like you know, sorry, my mm-hmm. referee is that. Yeah, my referee. I need referee. to sit down. Okay, so uh, our intern will mail us what that score is. Uh, at it was fifteen. Oh, that's uh, not bad. Fifteen. Gave it a one. Yeah, I gave it a one. Uh, one I other thing, uh, Jaquise. Uh, thank Crazy. you so much for bringing that in. That yeah. was a fun match. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, you, Joey. I like one of your favorite things to do on this is like you start to transition and then you realize you didn't really wrap up the last thing, so you go back to wrap it up and then you continue. It's like a record skip. It's fun. You do it. Yeah, a he lot. always goes, "Okay, sorry, Jaquise. Thank you for bringing that match in. Anyway, you're right. He does that. Funny. That's okay, guys. You should love Joey's personality quirks. Your next podcast." 
mean, that's essentially what. <laughs> like, I, I have another podcast that I'm doing, which I'll promote later in the show, where I just oh, he'll talk all about it. Where uh, I just sit in silence with a guest for 25 minutes. <laughs> so I feel like that's just a celebration. See, see, see that reaction of just like, yeah, I'll say something nice. I love, <laughs> I love it. Like, what? Yeah, that's that's the podcast. It's like, okay. Yeah, sometimes people you, just they hear that and they go. Oh, <laughs> I feel Fine. like it's seventy percent people loving it, and then thirty percent like you could tell that they're like, <laughs> "Oh, you're a nice person." You have a very biased poll that you're getting that you think seventy percent of people are like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. This but I feel like it's idea. like my friends and people that I associate with would mm-hmm. be like they they would like it because they like me, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll include. But the you're word. not in the podcast. You're just quiet. Mm-hmm. You literally don't talk. Oh, okay. So, oh, do you yeah. Want, so do you wanna, well, hold on. Let's play a clip. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, no, we're, no, we're, no. Actually, stop. Let's no, actually I'm play. I'm not cutting in a clip. Fuck you. Let's cut. <laughs> yeah, the, no, there's nothing let's, better than cutting in a clip of dead air. I'm let's, not uh, doing let's that. cut to the clip of, uh, that I have with the uh, episode with uh, New York Times bestselling author Maddox <laughs> Jelly. You don't have control over post-production. It's not happening. I have control over post-production in my show. 25 minutes of silence, which is uh, basically what I do is I I introduce the guest and then we sit in silence for 25 minutes and then we do plugs and then that's it. I got an idea. Let's get to a quick clip of Yakety Sax. Okay. I'll I'll allow that. Great. Uh, Yeah, you don't get that uh, on 25 Minutes of Silence. All right, let's move on to your second clip. Uh, One of the things wrestling fans look forward to most are when an established wrestler debuts with a new company, and there aren't many debuts better than Chris Jericho's first WWE appearance in 1999. For months, the WWE teased a countdown to the new Millennium Clock that appeared between matches. When the timer finally struck zero, not on New Year's Eve, but on August 9th, 1999, Y2J appeared and immediately entered into a verbal sparring match with The Rock. That's uh, Chris Jericho one more time. Let's go to a clip clip of that. Yes. And I am the new millennium for the World Wrestling Federation. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I am Chris Jericho, your, your new hero. Your party host, and most importantly, the most charismatic showman to ever enter your living rooms via a television screen. And for those of you who do know me, well, all hail the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla! Got a nice haircut, I can say that! Yeah, uh, Jaquise, you saw this, right? Uh, when you got when this clip was introduced as what we were gonna do, I didn't say it because I was like, I'm gonna save this for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. We all just got sucked into Steven's iMac. <laughs> I was actually there for that. So uh, that debut. was in Chicago, Illinois. Yep, 1999, Chicago. Oh, oh no shit! Okay, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fucking uh, shit! So I remember that. As Steven leaves the room. As Steven yeah. leaves, he's like, <laughs> he finally loves wrestling. Yeah, he, uh, he just he left, left to go, go cry. Yeah, he's trying to like, distract I his get dog. It like I get it. I love wrestlers. So. Okay, so holy shit then. So you were there. I was there. Tell us about that moment. Yeah, tell because us Stephen, everything. At, at this time, it, it was rumored on the internet 
that 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 Jericho had left WCW and was definitely going to be showing up at Raw that night. Did and you the, have any and, of that? And there, and there were months where like every Raw, SmackDown, Sunday Night Heat, and pay per view that clock that you saw at his intro would pop up and it would have like Countdown four months left or like you know twenty five days left or whatever. Yeah, right. They were doing this long and, they, and it would just like, it would just it? pop up for like five seconds or ten seconds or something like that. It wasn't a big thing, but it was like and for months people were like, "Who is, what this? is this? What is this leading yeah, to?" Yeah. People were like, "Is it Chris Jericho? Is it this person? That thing?" Yeah. I did not have a sense of it then. Like it was, I know. I mean, the internet wasn't huge in yeah. 1999. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what dirt sheets were. I didn't know what spoilers were. Right. Like so, when I was there, I saw people around me with like Jericho signs, and you're thinking like, oh, and I'm like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. And like, I think the thing that was exciting was this was around the time when The Rock was becoming like the a really great face. Yep. So he was. Out, I mean, we saw he was out. Yeah, this was so like, this was six months before the WrestleMania, or before the backlash match. Yeah. seven months or so. So like nobody expect. Everybody's just like, yes, The Rock. We're sitting on the edge of our seats. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, The Rock's the Rock. great. Yeah. Sure. And then when the countdown happened, I just remember like just being so effing excited. Like, oh my god, we're gonna find out what it is. And when like the Titan Tron flipped to Jericho, mm-hmm. like I could literally feel. I remember this to this day because I was in the crowd for another Jericho return too. Uh, I remember to this day, like, like it felt like everything around me was like shit. People erupted. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, yeah it I was one of the best moments. And I was in the crowd for uh, Jericho's Royal Rumble return a few years ago. Oh, oh yeah, nice. That was so and now it kind of was like that, but times 10. Yeah. Dude, it was amazing. This, it was amazing. This is unquestionably, without a doubt, one of the greatest, like top three, top five, whatever, like wrestling, de- even though it's not, I mean, it's not like he's brand new, but I mean, like one of the top debuts of all time. It's still so exciting. It's so exciting. And so much fun and so funny. And he's, he's just they're both on fire. I mean, The Rock's The Rock, but Jericho yeah. is particularly on fire. Jericho hates this that night. It's, oh yeah, he's he's talked about. He said it before. Yeah, he was like, because he was like, I was being super cheesy with my face and stuff like that. Oh, it just makes it Who great because old school, like really dickish younger Jericho was like, this was is great. where he was. When, part of it is it's like the difference between companies a little bit. Like, like when uh, this flips to when it flips to like when like Jericho comes up on the Titan Tron, I still get goosebumps here in like, that crowd yeah, let's, reaction. Let's cut Dude. to. Let's cut to just this pop. Yeah, that's that shook the building, dude. I, I'll never. I can't like, even uh, get over that. I'll you were never there. forget amazing. that, dude. Nick, when we did our live episode, you entered. Is that what you tried to do? I was emulating Chris Jericho's debut, and we came out. Oh, see, I had, I had my see. You look caught how, on. Look how fucking I had, smart I, I had am. A sh- I had my shiny jacket. I came and I had my back to the crowd like this. I was definitely doing a, a Jericho nod. Yeah, and it uh, was look at you. You caught it. It um, was so stupid. It was I, great, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was the greatest thing you've ever seen. Like, we also I, wore sunglasses inside for an hour. Quite yeah, a while. Yeah. Quite a while. Look how that's, cool I am. I'm so cool. I'm the coolest. Wrestlers do, man. Yeah, it really sends uh, a signal. Yeah. Like I, uh, I hosted talent. Uh, this is actually this is kind of a funny story and also a nice story about my dad. Um, I hosted talent shows when I was in high school. And uh, yeah, like, I ruined them when I was in like, high school. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And um, like I, the colors for my school were like red and something. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get a shirt like Jericho's, but red. 
Mm-hmm. And like my dad, sparkly shirt. My dad. This is before you could like really easily go on the internet and just Google stuff. Like took me around to like every weird thrift store in Seattle, like a full day, a full eight hour day on a Saturday wow. to try to find a shirt like that. <laughs> we didn't find one, but I did find a memory. Uh, <laughs> God, you a know, memory that'll stay with. So my dad's forever. great, I guess. I'm, g- I'm glad you bonded with your dad, but that's uh, great that story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, give the, I, I give, give that story a one. I was gonna say I give your dad a uh, I give your dad a one billion out of five. I give that story a. D- 2.3. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but I still, in every talent show, just emulated Jericho as much as possible. Like Absolutely. I would do the, like, welcome to uh, the Rise Spring Jericho. Fest 20 or 19, Dude, whatever. no joke, man. When it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, hosting and, like, showboating and overall vibe, I, I just, as a performer, stole a lot from Chris Jericho. Yeah, a lot same. from right. this debut, a lot from the way he was. It's like, yeah. He was dope. Yeah, man. he's so great. Yeah, him and The Rock, like, because The Rock was known at this, even at this point, to be like, it's like great trash talker, the good top on the mic. talker in the business. They One of had the him, top talkers. They couldn't have had him debut opposite anybody. anybody oh else. yeah, when there was a lot of excitement of like, oh, okay, like you know, the this Millennium Counter is hitting zero. Great, that would mm-hmm. get a pop regardless. But like it happening during a Rock promo, where yeah. The Rock is already a guy who like holds himself in such a high status <laughs> that it's just like somebody like this counter is interrupting the rocks promo yeah like that it just adds a level of tension that's amazing Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I just <laughs> like that the midnight, the millennium counter uh, went off in August, is what you said, I believe. Yeah, yeah August. Uh, because the real new millennium. Well, the because Y2J problem. We knew that the the world was going to end in 2000. So yes, I'm they glad, figured they I'm better. Glad they had to get it done. They before. better get them out now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. What a fun, what a fun thing His we hair all looks saw. Ridiculous. Yeah, oh, and yeah. you know, the, you know, the part that I love about this is the Rock lets him talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. For like three minutes. Yeah, he goes after yeah. three. <laughs> Long boring minutes. <laughs> that was the one of the on best fire. comebacks. Yeah. After three, lo- oh my god! Uh, and I just love all yeah, the rocks. Just, just amazing. Every, and I just amazing. love that everything. And I think Jericho is also again right now currently doing some of again as He's he always does time right and time now. again one of his some of his best work. Yeah. But I just love that this is filled with so many miniature catchphrases like the Ayatollah of rock and roll yeah, never ever so many catchphrases that he still uses yeah you know like 17 years later yeah all, like yeah. never ever Y2J you know. Monday Night Jericho I mean all yeah. kinds of shit and really yeah, welcome in a way, to Roz Jericho like and, yeah and really in a way it's 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 kind of interesting and sort of almost torch passing that they've had Kevin Owens team up with him because in oh, a way yeah. it's like the fact that he now calls raw the kevin owens show is sort of like his it's version kind of, of that, that point yeah i never yeah. really put that together uh, absolutely something yeah. i'm really disappointed that didn't take off after this promo is the audience didn't start chanting go jericho go go, go jericho but go. we do have fight owens fight yeah yeah how about that basically yeah. the same Come thing full circle yeah but yeah so, i just love how he's shitting all over what <laughs> raw's become a snooze fest <laughs> like, yeah. i used snooze anytime anything was boring from then that moment out i have used snooze, snooze fest, fest to this day like what a fucking snooze fest okay so uh, i guess let's go around and rate this segment five yeah <laughs> easy 
Yeah, no, yeah, five. This is like if Stephen rates it anything under there, a five. I want to know your 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 there, legit feelings. You've been fairly quiet about what like, you actually thought. Like there, there's very there's very few entrances. Like uh, I would say like Nakamura's WWE debut I would put up there. But yeah, it's for like, sure. There's a small number of debuts where it's like oh you know top five in wrestling and this I is definitely one. Of can't them. I imagine <laughs> that you had to have been annoyed by this? Yeah, this wasn't Steven. wrestling, so maybe you like this. Uh, no, I, I um. Yeah, I was I was wanted I wanted to be excited about it. Uh, there's just nothing that did it for me in this one. Really? I'm so sorry. This was honestly these two clips might have been like the worst combo of clips we've ever watched. This? You didn't like so, this? I mean, what, do, do you so not my, buy into honestly, the character, so, the charisma? What do you hate? Would you what or what? Why are you bored? I don't like. I, I don't know. I just like. I'm like. It's okay. Uh, he felt boring. I, I'm also. I'm sorry. I'm like a little distracted because my dog is just trying to bark at me. He's decided. Yeah, he, he's decided he's done with this whole fucking thing. Taking over the show this time. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I, I guess I guess like part of it, I just felt like I had seen it before a little bit with uh, Damian Sandow's interest. Like he kind of has a similar uh, style of like this is all stupid or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, great, cool, good for you. My dog really hates this. Uh, and um, you know I. Then nothing happens is also part of it. Like I, we've seen, I feel we, we've watched stuff like this before, and I'm like, that's it. Like that's the whole thing is just a guy shows up and then they talk, and then it, they talk for too long, and then that's it. Like that's what I'm supposed um, to watch. What, I don't get it. I don't love an, it. What's an alternate thing that would happen that would constitute a thing happening for you? I, I don't know. Like, well, there's no ending. I guess it's like uh, there's no resolution to it. So like, I I guess my thought is like, oh, so there'd be like a match or something. Uh, that that doesn't make I mean, sense. They did wrestle many times I'm, yeah i'm sure eventually they did but like watching this clip out of context i'm like so then that's my night is like or that's what you guys wanted me to watch was like some guy show up it's just his some debut. counter he, he came from then, wcw he's fuck. now a wwf guy that's big but, news but not many debuts are that nope. most debuts are oh, look who's the here. typical like oh so and so is kicking his ass and yep. he's come in and he's ruined the match or like he will debut mm -hmm. well, you and know then who that is. you know That's who that is blah, 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 and then right. they'll go into a program they didn't go into a program after this no like this was literally just his debut and then I forget who Jericho uh like went into the, a program with the following week it was uh the road dog okay and then okay. i forget i forget who he feuded with but it was definitely the road dog after that because i think they were trying mm. to, i think they were just trying to pair him with the best talker so i think for steven like if you've been seeing like just promo clips and stuff like that this is very much nothing different because yeah it's just a promo yeah, yeah. Yep. but like out of but that's out of context sure. like in context this was a very unique debut because oh, yeah. like that this doesn't one not many debuts are months in advance and you don't know who it is mm -hmm. yeah uh this was one of the first ones that i can remember as a kid and then to have him come out and debut against the top guy and only talk yeah and just yeah. go out and just be you and, and right. just go crazy just like get yeah here, let's see what you got, kid. That's just <laughs> like yeah. essentially this will, like this will come as no surprise to Steve, mm. but that's just my favorite kind of character. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I, yeah. it's uh, all about him. I think yeah. today's clips were just too out of context for you. Maybe that, that's also part. That's part of it. But I think this is like I'm I'm watching these, and these are kind of like maybe the most boring parts of wrestling to me. Mm. Is like the match felt generic. Uh, 
the storyline wasn't that crazy or interesting or whatever. The wrestlers are like identical. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, no, you know yeah, what I the mean? The Rock and Triple H, I, I constantly <laughs> am like confusing them for each other. Well, what I'm saying is like there is a dynamic that's interesting between like Rock and Mick Foley that I'm like, okay. oh, okay, like there's that. something going on here. Or even you could say like Hulk Hogan and the Giant. I'm like, there's something different than just two like big dudes. Uh, you know, the la- the last one, wait. No, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so this is whatever. This didn't, this didn't excite me. It, it's a, it's All it's right. another one. It's another one. What do you guys want me to? I'm sorry. I really I want to like it more. I'm super trying. Like I've been trying to like this more. I've been trying to find a way where it's like there's something that I am super impressed by or respect about it. I've I've been like oh like it's cool that they can you know take these bumps or like oh what an interesting story. And this is like the, I, the whole time I'm like this is boring as fuck. I think you I need can't to get, care less about this. I think you need to get on the rock. KY jelly plan. I really oh, do. Uh, also, yeah, that KY jelly thing. I'm like, is yeah. he about to say he's going to fuck Chris Jericho? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's happening? Like, Chris Jericho's a very attractive man. I think <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't KY jelly. I mean, listen, him. it's fine if he wants to, but I was like, that seems like he's such a weird uh, thing to say. It's like, I'm going to fuck you. Uh, that's not what don't he was saying. He so that, it's fine. Okay. So Boy, it's totally like, cool. Nothing like two guys who look the exact same being on the same show saying, I want to fuck you tonight. That's what Steven got out of all this you got it but i, I think that like what? i think that um you're watching this through the lens that you watch other te- television shows um like uh you know how they fuck each other like this uh this jericho rock segment was seven minutes long this was one story beat mm-hmm. in a greater thing whereas in a television show in seven minutes 10 story beats would happen or whatever right it's like it just you know the the rock uh triple h match that you saw that was like one or two story beats in a 40 minute match or like kind of like the culminating story beat. And I guess that it is tough because you are like you're trying to plot it out by only seeing one or two dots in kind of a line. And all like, all right. You know. So here's what you guys are asking me to do. And this is like every fucking thing. This. OK. You are asking me to bend the way in which I watch TV, bend the way in which I watch at acting mm-hmm. bend the way in which i watch sports mm-hmm. and then bend the way in which i watch theater and then i will like it you're like you just have to change the way you think about everything i mean or and you'll like it it's like yeah i mean i could change the way i think about everything and then be like uh, basically okay but with I th- communism. But I th- well then i just want to so, know i just want to know so are, are, are you cool doing that <laughs> no i mean oh uh, okay yeah. oh i thought he was gonna okay that's what you should do. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly just, what we're saying. You're yeah. ju- it's just like you're just saying like you're not view wrong. it through an entirely different lens in reality yeah. from anything you've yeah. ever watched before, and then you'll appreciate it. And it sounds like, to me, it sounds like so in any other normal lens in which you look at it, your standard lens, mm-hmm. it would be bad. But you're for some you're you're so invested in wrestling that somehow you have to like justify that it's right and that we are looking at it wrong it's like that's weird i don't have to justify anything i think on on your point it's just like it we're not asking you to like look at it through a million different lenses we're asking you to just look at it without judgment i i think that's been the whole point of the show (laughs) without jet but like no you're asking me to like uh, like just say acting like let's take that because i think that's super simple to pick apart i say the acting is bad i don't i don't 
believe the cells when they get hurt or like whatever or the stupid faces they make right i think that's stupid but you're what you say is bend that bend your perception and it's okay because they're performing people at the arena and i'm like okay cool but you repeatedly do that through every aspect of but, wrestling but like, I, okay here's something that's bad objectively and then you're like but no just change the way you think about it and it will be good well, that's I'm just insane that, like, well i'm just saying that you have your preconceived notions of what you know, acting, television, sports, etc., are and like, you know, like I could watch sports and think that it's a bad drama TV show, but it's not a drama TV show. It's sports. Uh, I could like, you know, I could listen to a country song and think it's a terrible rap song, but it's not a rap song. It's a country song. Luckily, like, it's just a terrible country song. Well, yeah, no, they all are. No, 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 no. <laughs> because okay, what what you're saying, like okay, it's just like you. Have, it's if, a piece if, of it's theater. Like, Fine. Like no, a, no, 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 no. Fuck no, you. No. Let me get this. Right, Come I, on. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to go with that. Yeah, that's so exciting. You're gonna. All right, Stephen, go. Fine. You guys talk about it a lot as a piece of theater. Okay, an essential part of a piece of theater is acting. I see poor acting. Thus, it should be considered bad. Okay, fine. But if you just you skew it, it's fine. You're saying it's a different genre. Okay, so if it's music, an essential part of music is a good rhythm, a steady rhythm, right? And if I come up with something like a crazy tempo where it's like... You'd be like, that's a shitty song. You would objectively say that's a shitty song, but I could tell you, no, you just have to look at it a different way. That rhythm isn't important in this music. But uh, the way that I well, think that's that you... the number one song on a Billboard. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah guys, if you want to yeah. get Stephen's new song, <laughs> honestly, uh, go on iTunes and buy it like right basically now. Basically, the type of stuff I listen to. <laughs> but, so, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think my, I think like, I think it is. I think you're saying the wrong thing okay he does i don't it, he necessarily does every, week. <laughs> uh, every week i don't necessarily think it's so much that you don't appreciate it i think you just don't get it like and and not and not and i'm not saying that mm-hmm. in a negative way no i think you're i right. mean like because i think like because i mean i know you i think you can appreciate what they do and he does i think does. you can appreciate regards, yeah the at whether it's bad even if it's bad theater, it's the best bad theater you can go watch. Here's what I mean by that. The Here's look, on, I mean Steve, by that. The look yeah, yeah. on Steven's face. Here's is. what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. If it was if, how many bad theater performances mm-hmm. get 15,000 people to care? Yeah. Not many. Mm-hmm. Like how many bad theater performances? Like so even if you that, don't like it. So if we look at it that way, does that make are you wrong or maybe are we in well, the 15,000 people? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. 50, okay, fine, 15,000 people. You know there are millions of people who don't give a fuck about wrestling, right? You but know that. Is, we're so not interested in those so millions wait, 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 of people. There yeah, are millions okay. of people that don't give a fuck about comedies or dramas or books. Like, you I'm know. not interested in them. I, yeah, okay. Uh, and, and, and either way, what, like whatever, you're, if you're going to say like most people like wrestling, I, I think one, I you're objectively that. wrong. But, I didn't say but that. But two, that's an ad populum argument that doesn't mean anything. Like, so who right. fucking cares? Right, right. We didn't say most. We said a lot. A yeah, lot of people A do. lot of people do but also like you know a lot of people have like foot fetishes and shit like you know whatever yeah well nobody are you saying most people have foot fetishes most people are you saying that the part of a woman's body i love is wrong (laughs) (laughs) listen i know i cannot stand for this (laughs) nice to meet you show me your feet (laughs) i want to see your feet (laughs) as an actor Uh, myself steven can definitely i mean nick knows my courting (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah Uh, hello i'm gene stitsky is my hero oh god i love gene sorry anyway yeah yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, like, as an actor for me, mm-hmm. and I grew up in theater. Like, if I look at this, I've done 
too many shows in my life. So as a theater performer, yes, this is terrible theater. As a performer, though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is what every performer dreams of. Like I is having the audience is having people care, having, uh-huh. people, yeah. having people give a shit and which, and trust me, there are wrestlers who walk through the okay. curtain okay. and they don't give a shit. Like the crowd doesn't get, and they, and they hate it. Mm-hmm. And like that's, and to see like 15,000 people who care in the arena and millions more at home who care and okay. multiple, about like your okay. work that you're doing. I think that's great. I really think that's an yeah. interesting way of looking at it, but I will say like, I think this is to me, it's a fundamentally different belief. Uh, you know, People, we could say like local, we have a little sketch group. We do stuff. Local business isn't uh, hugely popular. We know that we're okay with it. We make stuff that we like and we've always kind of been that way. We make stuff that we like and we think is good comedy. Except or at least for Creases, which was a viral hit sensation. Right. If you'd like to hear Creases, guys, go to soundcloud.com slash local, local business, business comedy. comedy. Yeah, check it out. Actually, I mean, we've done stuff like that, but we all, we know that we could all reduce what we believe is good by like writing fucking listicles and sharing gifts all the time and we'd be like, yeah, every a ton of people would care, but we know that that would fucking suck. Like we like, I don't want to make shit. We don't lower ourselves to that. And I think in the same way, you're like, if as a performer, if, and this is one dimension of it, I know there's more of it. You're lowering yourself to the worst type of acting, and you're going like, yeah, but the people care. It's like, yeah, all right, well, that sucks. I don't think that's the same thing. No, I, know, I don't I, either. Well, all right, I, I, I see. No, I one hundred percent get with you. I, that yeah, metaphor falls apart a little bit. I'll fully admit like, that. It's like, <laughs> I fully <laughs> admit that. And like, but I, I do, I do kind of feel that way. I'm like. But those, yeah, you know, but those guys aren't going out there trying to be bad or the worst. Well, like, they they accept what the world is, what the business is, what they're doing, and they go out and try to be really fucking good with that idea well, in mind. Well, like Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, they're not failed sitcom actors. They're people who like they're people who aren't lowering themselves to being wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They're people that fucking want to be wrestlers and want to okay. be really entertaining and be really funny and do really good work and be really serious when they have to be. Okay. They go out and give it their all every single week. Okay, here's okay, I have a maybe a weird analogy and this we can give in up that on this. They entirely. know that they're in an absurd situation most of the time with their stories. Okay, here's my weird analogy and okay. if you, this doesn't track at all, let's just give up on it. I'm sorry. I think Jimmy Fallon feeds his audience shit. I think like the the segments you know, that he hot does, take by Stephen Carell's time. It's yeah, shit. It's the worst. It's like oh Tom Base Cruise cracked line. an egg on his head. Like oh, oh, oh. Yeah. there's no substance there. And you can say a ton of people like it though, and you'd be right. They but do. it's still shit. He's still making more shit. And that and and for a way in a, in a way I resent him for that. Like we he just had that thing where he patted Donald Trump on the head and like you know kind of humanized this monster person Mm -hmm. and you're like yeah you're you're slinging shit because people will uh, consume it whereas i think you could do something that you know john stewart did or whatever stephen colbert not so much anymore i think he's now slinging shit uh and and try to make something good and i I guess what I'm saying is like there is I'm not seeing the stuff of value coming out of wrestling either. Like I'm looking for something more and it's but just uh, like, oh, this is just all shit. But I feel like the difference is it's a it's active enjoyment versus passive enjoyment. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, any of Jimmy Fallon's things are going to be forgotten in, you know, a week, a week mm-hmm. like yeah. um, 
Whereas, you know, high art and things that like, or, you know, a GIF listicle, anything on BuzzFeed or whatever, you're mm-hmm. going to forget about it immediately after mm-hmm. reading it. Um, like you might get the, uh, you know, the small bit of like, you know, drugs injected into your brain of like, oh, mm-hmm. I saw that thing that I wouldn't believe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, something that I think that Nick Jakis and I see in a lot of wrestling are like those moments that are going to stick with us forever. This mm-hmm. so came like, out 16 years ago. Yeah. 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 We watched it. And those feelings that we had 16 years ago. Yeah came back like, as opposed to if we went back and watched that donald trump video whether he wins or not i mean maybe we will go back and go ah yes this was the downfall the of, of modern the- society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but for but a lot of those types of moments on shows like that we're gonna go why the fuck were they singing in a car yeah what like are that. they playing beer yeah. pong for who, yeah. who the fuck cares, cares yeah, if they lip sync i don't care yeah i don't think yeah. shit yeah it's yeah. like one of them one of them digs deep at like a core emotional thing and mm-hmm. another one is just like oh a shiny light yeah how yeah. do we pass the time until we all die yeah yeah mm-hmm. t- yeah exactly that's right. a good way to put it as opposed what? to wrestling how do we pass the time until we all die but like make it worth something and have fun yeah, with but it like, make it a thing well, that we'll yeah. be loved well, forever how do we pass how do we pass the time until we die but like live while we're doing it yeah exactly fucking great about wrestling wrestling is living baby yeah, I guess I fundamentally disagree about what living is. <laughs> but okay, yeah. All right. Okay, uh, so uh, anyway, so we rate this segment a pretty high, I guess. Yeah. Very high. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we rate Jimmy Fallon? No. Yeah. Uh, probably an okay guy. Um, <laughs> Two? Wow, generous. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you have questions for Steven. Or if you're not a wrestling fan, you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at youshouldloveWrestling at gmail.com mm-hmm. or tweet at us at YSLW Podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, we spent the episode trying to convince uh steven to love wrestling now here's the part of the show where he tries to convince us to love something uh guys here's what i think you should love i'm pulling out my notes um i think you should love or at least give a a try or a thought to uh trying mentoring um and specifically in la for people who are involved i there's this place called the youth mentoring connection youthmentoring.org if you want to check it out uh i did it uh last year with this kid, it was great. They identify, they specifically like find uh, high risk kids in LA of like joining gangs and like uh, people, and they have like a lot of factors, like people who come from, you know, single parent households, uh, people who live in tough neighborhoods, uh, people who have siblings or whatever who went to prison. It's actually like really interesting and good and pointed work that they're doing. Uh, and then they're pairing them with mentors. Uh, and I did that. And it's like, I think it's cool because I'm a total fuck up. I don't have to, I shouldn't be like a mentoring anybody type of thing. I don't think I'm like, uh, <laughs> and you ruined that. Too. I ruined that kid. But uh, I think having somebody what they what they're focused on and what a lot of these mentoring programs are focused on is like creating a community that is not just uh, the more negative community that they easily have access to. Uh, They have a whole bunch of things that's not just the mentor. You know, they have uh, little community events for this group. They take them, you know, to camps. They do a a summer uh, or sorry. uh, Yeah. Summer surfing thing and all this stuff to like really uh, foster a a, hopefully a positive change in these kids lives. Uh, And I did it It was like a couple times a week, a couple hours we'd hang out or sorry, a couple times a month. They'd probably seem like two or three times a month, maybe four in like a particularly busy month, hang out for a couple hours, chat, do nothing interesting at all. And just try to be a positive impact uh, in this kid's life. And I think you should check it out. And here's a picture of me and my kid. We were hanging out. Uh, we were listening to some weird person uh, confess about their, their troubled childhood. Uh, and it was delightful. Uh, anyway. So yeah, I think you should check out or consider getting involved in mentoring. Um, just, a, just a question. Did you refer to that kid ever as Steven jr? Yes. Many times because <laughs> cool. his name was Steven jr. <laughs> 
Oh, that's uh, weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really your son. That's that's. Uh, all right, fine. Somebody, somebody's got to take my kid off my hands. Okay, someone mentor that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. When you mentor someone, you become their father. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much true. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah check yeah. it out. That's great. Yeah. Conflicted. Uh, yeah, I want I want to hear this heel, <laughs> this heel answer from uh, Blager. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Not a fan of kids. I totally Wait, get that. Can we get I think like, I seriously, other than, you know, I'm so bored, mm-hmm. Stephen, with your choice here. I'm so bored. Oh, the most boring episode we've had yet. Wait, Reasonable. Oh, so this boring. Is I'm not saying this truth is exciting. Be, truth be Thanks, told. Guys. Truth be told. <laughs> truth be told. <laughs> no, no, you're no. boring. He's making fun of me I'm saying fun of him. clips are boring. <laughs> no, listen, truth be told, that's that's very nice. That's very nice. That's it's, a that's a dope. that's a good positive mm-hmm. thing. And especially with the downward spiral that I feel so many so much of culture is in right now and mm-hmm. how people are and the, the, there's so much there's anger in the world and mm-hmm. it's and you know that that's nice that's nice that you, you're trying to guide kids into not sucking just not sucking and to doing just, just not being just positive hey, just, hey kids that listen to the show just quit sucking uh, my honestly being like positive <laughs> influence that, it, that's being a positive influence that's good that's all right good. like the it's to me it's interesting that the goal you know you could you could like you could really make the goal like they go to college and get a great job or whatever Mm-hmm. The goal is like so minimum of like don't destroy their lives. Like graduate high school, don't join a gang, don't get murdered. Yeah, like get, get a job, go it. to school, do that, all. Yeah, I, I don't know. Great. I like that. And you, you know what, guys? Like if you get involved or not, whatever. I, I'm not going to pressure you on it. You could just watch wrestling with them. Like do whatever. What? Like, it's, okay. You could have well, a wrestling. Now buddy. you get me. Now yeah. I'm back. You Wait, could have this, a wrestling kid. Can this show mentor a kid? At the Ooh. four, like the four, like the three of us and our guest every week. That's a mentor. Well, guest. Stephen, we yeah, have I'm a surprise in. for you because in the closet, it's Stephen Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, t- Dad. Yeah, I've been in the closet all this time, Stephen. Get, get in the bag. Get back in the bag. Uh, get in the bag was in there. Put get in, in the bag in the closet. Yeah, in the closet. Uh, yeah, That's um, what it's for. Yeah, it I think mentoring is valuable. I'll give that a five million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so reluctant. We don't have to rate it at all. I just want people to at least think about that idea didn't take a lot of time something that is probably pretty helpful okay that's nice that's good yeah. I, yeah. I, I was just teasing you that's really good great that's great okay great um <laughs> uh, be sure and like and subscribe to us on itunes yep. uh, mm-hmm. give us a five-star rating um yeah, tell your friends i guess yeah uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Be helpful. we want that viral word of mouth okay um so uh thank you so much for doing the show uh where can thank people you. find you on social media yeah dude uh, Instagram and Facebook. I have a website at Jackie's, not at Jackie's, Jackie'sNeil.com. Nice. Um, that's where you can find most stuff. That's where you can find everything. Jackie'sNeil.com. Okay. Great. Very um, good. You can find me on Twitter at JoeyTainment or check out my new podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where I sit in silence for 25 minutes, which is currently available on BoardWalkAudio.com. Forward slash 25 Minutes of Silence. Let's go cut in the clip. And we're back. Wow. Guys, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. And by the way, don't forget to check out my new podcast that I'm starting called 26 Minutes of Screaming, uh, which uh, which Please honestly, which honestly you could just get if you hang out with me in an afternoon. Uh, and you can find me all across the Internet at Pearl Stein. And you can listen to my new podcast, 27 Minutes of Hating on My Friends podcast, <laughs> available on Boardwalk Audio. I was hoping you were going to say mentoring. 25, minutes, said, 20, mentoring. 25 minutes, minutes of mentoring. mentoring, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just get it done. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, see you, bud. Twi- it's just, it's right. just 27 minutes of Stephen going, be a positive influence. Be, a, be positive. Be a good kid. Go to school. 
I'm te- yeah, I'm go telling him to be a good influence. Be a good influence. Be good to your friends. Go to school. Oh, it was so. Get a job. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Get a job. I'm a, I'm your mentor. Okay, uh, Jaquise, um, we usually at the end every show by asking Steven if he loves wrestling, but I was wondering, uh, could The Rock ask Steven if he loves wrestling? And he can, <laughs> and The Rock can take as long as he wants yeah. to ask Steven oh, this question. Oh, great. <laughs> the Rock can have all the time. Oh, wait, is he? Oh, okay. Uh, well, Holy I, I think shit. The, I, think, <laughs> I, I think The Rock is here. In fact, I hear his theme music now. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. The Rock has come back to Los Angeles. Now The Rock says this. The Rock says, Stephen Pearlstein, you come in here and you run your mouth about wrestling, how you don't like it. Let The Rock ask you, why do you not like wrestling? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why you don't like wrestling. The only thing that matters is that The Rock is the Jabroni beating, pie eating, trail blazing, eyebrow raising, 24-7 around the clock. There is only one people's champion, and it is The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. He didn't. He didn't actually ask me. I guess if he I really didn't he just, ask. Like, he just jumped off my fucking balcony. <laughs> I think it's best oh. that he just berated you and left. Oh fuck! Oh no, was... fuck! The Rock just climbed up the side of your balcony. <laughs> oh now he's about God. to ask you a question. It's a sheer wall. Yeah. How did he wow. do that? Now, now he's about to ask you a question. <laughs> and it is it, the question is going to be: Steven, Oh, he's do you back. Love wrestling? The Rock would like to know: Do you love wrestling? You know, I just want to say I'm a big fan of your work in the Fast and the Furious franchise, but wrestling is stupid. <laughs> the Rock is going to lay the smack down on your candy ass. Ow, ow, no, stop. Jackie Steele, thank you for being on the show, sir. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.